welcome back to a that was a really big welcome sorry <laughs> welcome back to it. another oh well good anyways it's katie and izzy back with a uh another 30 what did we call these 30 minute 30 meow nits of 30 meow nits of uh well this one's horror music yeah i guess we'll change just change the title every single time 30 meow nits of horror music their music it sound like i'm losing my voice uh bands that have based their music uh off of killings from horror movies to actual like serial killers and things like that pretty much and, uh, yeah and we've we've you've heard of uh, you've heard us mention a couple of different of these bands a couple of different times um for instance i think when we talked about uh dark water and elisa lamb i brought up her skinned which is uh, one of my favorite bands that uh, it consists of like two, two, two to three people, um, and their identities are hidden. Although there's 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 possible identifiers, but at the same time, I want to respect them because I really enjoy their music and I'd like them to keep going. <laughs> so we're gonna get into the thirty meow nits of music, and we're gonna start off with Skin because I like them. Unsurprisingly, the majority of these horror music people band group things i don't know how to, i don't know what to call them uh are mostly like considered heavy metal or rock um skinned i don't know if skinned is the first one to be called this but people call them horror core music horror core i don't know if that's like a new thing um they actually just released a what's it called a poster for some sort of festival they're doing in europe um, and I was looking at yeah. names on there, and I think pretty much all of them fall into some sort of horror-related theme. There was okay, one so, band literally labeled Halloween. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so just origins of horrorcore really fast. Originated late 1981 in the United States. Ooh, and there's like, there's like a lot. There's hip-hop, death rap, murder music. Like, there's different other names. A lot of these have to refer to, like, different raps uh, or, like, rappers. But uh, it, everything else also falls into the, the, the same. I can honestly say I didn't look up any death rap or murder music or whatever you just said. I see. doesn't mention any. Did well, we... there's horror punk and Did... stuff like that, too, so... Did we start a timer? I uh, no shit. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> we're getting we're getting ahead of ourselves. You just got how many minutes? How far? Three special minutes of. <laughs> okay, timer. Thirty minutes. Are we ready? Go. I can't see what. Oh shit! I closed the game. Okay. We are killing it. It's going. You can see it right there. It's going. Okay. 2955. Okay. So, horror. There's a lot of horrorcore. It's, um, horrorcore defines a style of hip hop music. So, this one's basically on focused on hip hop, although it's changed now. Uh, yeah, focuses you, my, I wouldn't describe skinned as hip hop. So, oh, she's not. There's no way. <laughs> I wonder, horrorcore music. Metal? It all leads to the same fucking thing. I think I mean, this just it could have been that somebody just threw it out there and didn't actually know what that meant. Um, right. And that just so happened to be the article that I read. So, <laughs> so here it it focuses primarily on dark, violent, gothic, transgressive, macro, uh, macabre, or horror-influenced topics such as death, psychosis, psychological horror, mental illness, satan... Uh, satan Satanism. Wow, that was hard. Uh, Self-harm, cannibalism, mutilation, suicide, murder, torture, drug abuse, and supernatural or occult themes. I think we could just sum that up with music that focuses on dark shit. <laughs> but that does. Yeah, that fits skinned. There yep. you go. Yeah. Yeah. So um, Her whole aesthetic. Yeah. So skinned is the lead singer. She's a beautiful human that has this crazy look about herself. Uh, sorry if you heard that. Vax is whining. Um, it's made up. So her name is skinned. And then there's a, the inter instrumentalist uh, and other producer who, who goes by father or F for short. Um, 
and I, I follow them both on Instagram and stuff. They're really cool. I'm subscribed to get their case cold cases every month and things. They're really cool. They create beautiful music. They met in Australia at a random party. So, like, we should just go to Australia, find some cool people to make music with. It's fine. Nobody wants to make music with me, I promise. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Me, me neither, even though I'm trying. Uh, Skin's first headliner performance was at Electro Works in 2019. Uh, they are touring in uh, over overseas, but they what I assume is they don't have their work visa to come tour in America because they've got a fair amount of fans here. But and we're all like, come here, come here. But well, no satisfaction yet. Visas have been very difficult to get yeah. because of COVID. They, things yeah. are just opening up now as far as that kind of stuff is going on. So yeah. I'm assuming probably next year. We're, we're hoping so. I, uh, I have something I, I, in the works. I bought one of her sweatshirts. I have a skin sweatshirt. Um, I really like this girl. The, the music I think is great. Andy fucking hates it. <laughs> Um, but he also doesn't like that I watch uh, true crime in general because it scares him. It's the typical men, woman yeah. of true crime mentality. Yeah, kind of, basically. Like that YouTube uh, video or the SNL skit that they made like a music video. Yeah. I love that. It's <laughs> so funny. But anyways, um, so Skinned is, Katie mentioned she gets their quote unquote cold case files. So their thing is they take like infamous murders or disappearings in Elisa Lamb's case mm-hmm. and stuff like that that happened and they turn them into music. That's their whole shtick. Yeah. And some people really hate it because they think they are just profiting off of horrible things that have happened. Like the victims, but, but she's... Go ahead. Well, <clears throat> so in, in interviews... Uh, she cited her fascination with like human darkness that started as a young child when a murder was committed in her living area. So, you know, she's been through something of the sort. But she said, I want to get as close as possible to the evil that humans are capable of. I'm obsessed with it. For weeks, months even, I've been trying to get into the heads of the most vicious, cruel killers. There's nothing more, I- There's nothing more fascinating to me than the people who have reached the boundary of their humanity. Which, to me, it's no different than watching true crime, true crime. documentaries, the TV shows that are being spun out of it, um, or mm-hmm. podcasts. Like, there's no difference. Mm-hmm. She just does yeah. it in a different creative outlet. And I've, I've watched all of them from the, the, the Michelle Carter ones, to I'm currently watching the one about uh, Casey Anthony. Anderson. Anthony, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I'm currently watching that one. Um, but... So skinned, yeah. something I like about her. So I haven't actually like taken a deep dive into her music. <clears throat> Have you listened to any of it? Well, I mean like like I kind of I like put it on I, just so I could understand get, get in it. Yeah, okay. what's happening. Uh but I haven't like like I said like I haven't sat and So my dumbass knows all the words to like every single one of these songs. <laughs> but basically she is such an artist because she for one she like takes these things and builds these songs but she sits in it for like months like it takes her a long time she does the research this is her it's like a passion for her this kind of true crime stuff so she turned it into an art but her music videos are incredible that's that's the thing so every time she comes up with a new song they they release it with a music video specific to it and yes i fucking agree her music videos are Oh my fucking god, they're so cool. Like Tyler Hadley, that there's a whole scene. Oh god. They recreate certain things and like images taken. It's she puts a lot of detail in it. It's really cool. I just think it's really interesting. Yeah, she's a she's an artist for sure. Um in an mm-hmm. interview with Pix six six six, they asked what inspired you to become a musician and who were your most important musical influences? And Skint said, um, Skint, my imaginary friend. Uh, inspired me to write about true crime he came to me when i was about four years old and whispered horrible stories into my ear which peeled off my skin i started writing about it and using music as a creative outlet it's crazy that's creepy as fuck for a four-year-old it really is but at the same time like 
I mean, look at the music she's creating. Not only is it absolutely fucking phenomenal, but like, yeah, you know, that's, that's uh, what a start. <laughs> <laughs> what a start. Imagine having your four-year-old be like, hey, mom, let me tell you a story that I heard from my imaginary friend Skinned. <laughs> Who's Skinned, honey? And she's like, okay, thinking it's going to be like unicorns and butterflies. It's not. And it's talking about Richard Ramirez and some shit. Um, so right now, uh, they actually haven't ever released a full album. They currently have 11 songs out. And I, I remember sitting there when they had seven songs out being like, when the fuck am I going to get more? Hello. Um, it started off in 2018 with chapter one. They have Richard Ramirez, Gary Hednick, which features Jonathan Deasing or Jonathan Deasing, uh, Jonathan Davis from Corn, and then also Elisa Lamb. Chapter 2 in 2019 came out with Catherine Knight, Tyler Hadley, and Jim Jones, which are two of my favorite songs. Chapter 3, which is this year, 2022, uh, Chris, Wa- Chris Watts, Michelle Carter, and Columbine. Um, and Columbine was released a little while ago, but uh, it's on that Chapter 3. And then Chapter 4, just recently in the last few months, uh, she released John Wayne Gacy and Armin Muse. So... Katie said they have these cold case files. Their website, they put out, like, background information on all the people they've done stuff on. And mm-hmm. some of those names I did not recognize. Um, uh, so, Armin Muse, originally, I didn't know. So, uh, to be honest, at the time that I did this, I didn't know who Albert Fish was. But then um, I was listening to Morbid Podcast, and they covered Albert Fish. It was like a four-episode. He's fucking dark. <laughs> He is fucked up. Oh, yeah. Albert Um, Fish is fucked up. But his was interesting. He, if you didn't know, he's a serial killer. He, specialty, I guess, was children. Child Um, rapist. He was a cannibal for a bit. (laughs) But, yeah, he's he's got a lot of victims. He got away with a lot. Um, Roughly about 400 plus children tortured and murdered, plus possible many others. I did not know who Alexander Spesvitsev is. Um, they don't have a song for him, but I think they're working on one or something. So like that. Oh, they've got a lot of cases that they don't have uh, songs for, including like the Zodiac Killer, um, Nanny Doss, uh, certain things like that. And then, so it's curious i'm always curious to see if they come out with so far i haven't exactly found a link of when they're releasing certain things to when they release songs because they released john wayne gacy a while ago and that song didn't come out until this year so um they have one on here named mariam sol solakwiowitz's i i don't know fuck it she's evil uh her name was mother superior miriam fuck her last name was a nun who killed who i'm sorry allegedly killed 177 men and women at her convent and then she embezzled the dowries of wealthy women who joined that's fucked up yeah there they have a song michelle carter which is about the the girl just in 2013 that convinced her boyfriend to kill himself uh i mean they've got Richard Ramirez. I don't know if you heard about Charlie uh, or Chris Watts um, a few years back. He uh, <clears throat> he killed his two his wife, his pregnant wife, and their two kids because he wanted a new life. So yeah, their uh, their cases range from like single incidences to serial killers to stuff like that. Dude, Jim Jones. You know, Jonestown. We will share the link to their their case case files. But basically, Mm -hmm. it's just their website. So I did find a Reddit thread that said, um, we are skinned. Ask us anything. Which is like my fucking favorite thing to find. (laughs) I love love when they have these and they actually answer back. Exactly. Um, So one person named The Spirited Gamer asked, can we know about any other potential subjects you want to write songs about? This was three years ago, by the way. Uh, they said, no, we're working on about eight subjects at the moment. So they are consistently working on a lot of stuff. So I'm assuming some yeah. of those cases are people they've been, they've either currently working on or they've been inspired by, but maybe they just couldn't like get it to work for the music that they wanted or right. something. Right, right. 
Um, they said, who's your favorite serial killer and what's your favorite murder case? <laughs> Skinned replied, politicians. Amen. And what artists or bands would you like to perform on tour or tour alongside with? And they put Pink Floyd, Korn, Ramistine. Uh, I'm assuming that's... Nine Inch Nails. Nine Inch Nails, yep. And they put any other Cor- ideas. Korn would be a really good one because they have a song together. Uh, Jonathan Davis joined her on Gary Hednick. Um, so that would be really fun to see. They are currently touring with Ice Nine Kills. Um, and they actually have, uh, they are in the works of a new album. Of, oh, they're in the works of a full length album. And, um, I'm just slowly waiting for that to come out. Um, uh-uh. and like I said earlier, they, uh, Skind has not released her identity officially. She likes to keep it secret. She doesn't want people to release it. There is a lot of um, people who think they know who she is. I think I know who she is, but I'm actually not going to say it out loud. Izzy, if you want to, you can. But in my respects of loving Skind oh so dearly, I will not release what I think is her real name. Um, I mean, people can Google it. There's only one person everybody thinks it is. If Wait, is... It, Do you think yeah. it's this one? I do, 100%. I, I think that's her. Okay. Just, and I, I did that research, like, two or two, three years ago. <laughs> like, if you want to know, just Google it. I'm not convinced that's her personally, but I, um, you know, whatever. Um, Google it if you want to know. We'll respect her identity should this actually end up being her. But So um, I'd also just love to tag uh, her uh, in this, and maybe they'll share it around or listen to the podcast about them. Kidding. We don't cover true crime. They don't give a fuck about us. <laughs> this is just hope. This is just hope. Uh, that's pretty much it for them. I mean, there's like this is They're a 30... coming out with more. This Go listen a... to their shit. Yeah, yeah. This is a thirty-minute episode. We're not covering. So we're not deep diving. But um, her, I'd, like, I'd love to. But her story is really cool. Uh, they do have quite the following. Um, what are their followers called? Like skinheads or. Skindicates. Skindicates. We're called the Skindicates. There you go. She said we. We're called we. the Skindicates. Yeah, I'm a part of it. I, I... I'm in it. I probably what would be. What do you want from me? I probably would be if I took the time to like sit down and listen to her music. The music straight up is so mesmerizing. And if you watch the music videos with them, the hardest one I had to do, I, I dealt with was Columbine. I think that was the hardest one for me to watch. Um... Chris Watts, I will say I will say this say this. Chris Watts is one of the most beautifully haunting songs. And it like oh, that one's one of her absolutely most beautifully haunting songs. And Michelle Carter, they she includes like texting tap sounds because it's a lot of texting that goes into that case. She's a genius, you guys. She puts in so much thought into her music. She's, and again, I I could continue on, but I I got a knot. I got a knot. She's purposeful and talented. So, yeah yeah uh so next katie mentioned them earlier i signed kills going on tour with, well skins touring with them yeah <laughs> uh this was an obvious choice um they're considered uh, yeah. heavy metal they are from boston massachusetts they started in 2000 uh it's a group of high school students named Spencer Charmis. Jeremy Schwartz are basically the big ones. Uh, Charnis is currently the only remaining founding member. They've had like people come and go throughout their yeah their thing makes as, sense. as bands do. Yeah, uh, they are actually one of a couple of my friends' favorite bands. So I constantly hear about them or what they're doing or their new merchandise that's come out because they have it all like I do with excision and stuff you know uh I know about them because Tyler sent me a playlist from them or something that was like look and it was Stacy's mom but it's Jason's mom and I was like oh that's cool they're clever (laughs) uh their band name is derived from the fictional substance Ice Nine from the novel Cat's Cradle by Kurt Vonnegut perhaps you know what fuck everyone's last name where are the smiths and the jones at confusing yeah man fuck where's the solos yeah in the world we're right here (laughs) uh 
they like to dress up as their favorite horror movie villains when playing live supposedly yeah i've seen a couple of videos for my friends when they go and see them uh touring uh it's really interesting they kill people like they do like fake like murders and stuff on on stage and things like that um one of them i watched was like georgie and pennywise (laughs) (laughs) that's like i like when bands can do like a show you it's, know they put it's on like a stage performance yeah i yeah. know it's an actual performance itself not just like the music but like an actual like visual stage performance it's kind of cool to see with it yeah because i'm like why am i paying to see you if it's i could just listen to it you know so it's cool i like when they do stuff like that yeah uh to date i signed kills has released three eps along with six full-length studio albums go them uh I'm not going to read every single one, uh, but they do have uh, one of their first EPs is called People Under the Stairs, and it's inspired by the movie Inglorious Bastards, which huh. is like a Nazi It's a good movie. movie. It is a good movie. It's a Quentin Tarantino movie. You're right. There you go. I love that man. <laughs> um, so I think most people know them for their Silver Scream uh yeah uh, albums that they put out and these Mm -hmm. are full-length albums where each song features or is inspired by a horror film so i'm gonna go through the names of the songs and which movies inspired them for the ones that i could find and i think i pretty much tracked them all down so uh in the first silver screen it's 13 songs and it's the american nightmare obviously nightmare on elm street Thank God it's Friday. Oh, go figure. <laughs> yep. Uh, <laughs> it was originally released on July 13th. 20, I'm sorry, Friday, July 13th, 2018. January <laughs> is going to have a Friday the 13th. 2023, January. First month of 2023 has a Friday the 13th. You know what? At Just this saying. point, Friday the 13th are basically lucky. Like I fucking, hey, I love those days. Will you stop it? Yeah, you tell that puppy. My goodness. Stop. Uh, Stabbing in the Dark. Take a guess at what that one is. Yeah, da, da, da. I, just for fun, I almost went, wait, wait, when I was going to do the Halloween theme. <laughs> but that's Psycho. Yeah, I know. I meant to do the Halloween theme, not that, but that was the first thing that came to my head for some reason. You know what? Psycho would have been a good guess, but no, it's it, Halloween. It's Halloween, yeah. There's one called Savages, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. That one's less obvious, just based off the title. Uh, yeah. Guess which one this is. The jig is up. I'm only going to guess it's Saw with Jigsaw. Nope. No? Nope. It's yep. uh, the Disney movie Toys R Us. <laughs> oh, Toys R Us? Yep. Did you mean Toy Story? <laughs> yep, that one. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. My bad. <laughs> Toys R Us. That's a store, babe. Uh, it's not now a store anymore. That store's gone. We're just making stuff up now. Yeah. Um, a grave mistake is the crow, which there was a grave mistake made. Oh, so fuck. Didn't we a... talk about this? We did. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Uh, rocking the boat, Jaws. Yeah, go figure. Enjoy your sleigh, the shiny. <laughs> I feel like that should be Krampus. Enjoy your sleigh. Get it? Sleigh. There you go. There you go. Freak flag. Uh, Rob Zombie's Devil's Rejects. Don't judge hmm. me. Haven't seen it. It's uh, really good. It's uh, really fucking good. <laughs> the world in my hands is Tim Burton's Edward Scissorhands. From slice, the slice, 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 slice. <laughs> I watched it the other day. Sorry. And it's from the perspective of Edward. Interesting. I would always love to see that. That'd be very interesting. I wouldn't call that like a horror film. That's a love story. Obviously. I watched during Christmas time because it base it's based it's snowing off of that, so I'm like whatever. It's a guy who has with scissors on his hands. Who has, well, scissors has hands. Who has daddy issues and just wants to find love. Oh. All right, but doesn't know how to communicate. Exactly, Mary Axmas, Silent Night, Deadly Night. Gross. He even yells, <laughs> "It's garbage day!" Fuck that, Jesus. We're. We've done that before. You guys can go listen to that if you want. Uh, Love Bites is an American werewolf in London. That is Andy's favorite werewolf movie. I have not seen I'm kind of on a werewolf kick, so maybe I'll watch it. 
So that one actually shows the very first, like, first visual werewolf transformation on screen. Like, full werewolf transformation is one of the very first ones ever shown. That's awesome. It's really, it's, it is awesome, but it's very funny. <laughs> Maybe after our Christmas movies, we could do a, some. Like a werewolf kick? Yeah. I'm so in. Uh, so I love me some werewolves. Guess what? You'll never guess what this is. It uh-huh, okay, bring it. Is the it. end. It uh, is the end. It follows. I fucking hate that movie. No, it's based on it. Sorry. If you like it follows, congratulations. It's just an <laughs> STG. It's an STG. It's a fucking sexually transmitted ghost. That's what that fucking movie is. That's all it is. I haven't gotten past it. Maybe I'll try and give it another chance if we ever do it, but other than, until then, that's not happening. Um, I'm just going to move on. The Silver Screen 2 is their second yeah, album. That's fine. Called Welcome to Horrorwood, which peaked at number 18 on the U.S. Billboard 200, which is pretty mm. high. Yeah. Uh, so basically, Bill Mosley from Rob Zombie's House of a Thousand Corpses and Devil's Rejects Mm-hmm. I wrote down for some reason, but I don't. I was gonna it. say I don't understand. It's a little out of place, but it's cool. Yeah, I. Maybe he was an inspiration. I Possible. Uh, Ricky Dean Logan from Fred. Oh, these are people who were in their music videos. Um, that's fucking cool. They yeah. actually got Bill Mosley. That's cool. Uh, Ricky Dean Logan was in Freddy's Dead: The Final Nightmare. Funeral Derangements is based on Pet Cemetery. They had a cameo from Miko Hughes, the original actor who played the little boy that gets hit by the truck. Wow. He had a two second second stint on that film and is living it up. Still to this day freaks me the fuck out when he holds a scalpel. Do you remember watching that at my grandma's condo? I remember watching that at my grandma's condo. After you guys camp. fell asleep. I didn't fall asleep. It's because it was soccer camp. It was fucking sleepy. Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but he plays the truck driver in the music video, which is so hmm. ironic. Um, he was also <laughs> in New Nightmare. Buddy huh. Nielsen from Senses Fail. And... Brendan's, I think it's Saller from the band Atreyu. Mm-hmm. Also, they've had Corpse Grinder from Cannibal Corpse and Ryan from Fit for a King, and of course, Jacoby from Papa Roach be okay. featured in some of their songs. Yep. And uh, so Hip to Be Scared is based on American Psycho. There you go. Now you could make your thing. Oh, no, that's a different one. Just kidding. It's like American Psycho. That's 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 a really good movie though. That's like really fucking good. That has to do with uh, axes and Christian Bale. Uh, it's really good. That one would be really fun to do just because it's a wild fucking ride. I would agree. Fucking a. Um, a rash decision is based off Cabin Fever. <laughs> gross. Punny. That movie's that movie's so gross. Uh, assault and batteries is. Ha, ha ha That's cute. I like that a lot. <laughs> There's one called The Shower Scene, Psycho. Oh, there's my Psycho. There's there the re-re-re-bullshit. Uh, Rainy Day is Resident Evil. Take Your Pick, My Bloody Valentine. The Box, mm-hmm. Hellraiser. Oh, yeah. Hell for, yeah, without a, without a doubt. The FLY. The fly. I assume it's The Fly. I don't know what that it's, is. It's Marty McFly. The Fly? Oh, it's, it's, it's got... It's... Um, it's uh it's really fucking gross uh it's it's like um what is his name from jurassic park that i am blanking on right now that everybody fucking loves he does the apartments.com commercials it's uh love life uh finds a way uh yeah we're gonna move on what you think of that okay worst vacation is hostile (laughs) yeah i'd say so exploitous evil dead and Farewell to Flesh, Candyman. That's gonna My dumbass, Jeff Goldblum. That's I was going to say, gonna say that's going to annoy me because I know his name too. All right. It's really, like, it's visually fucking gross because he, like, switches with a, like, it's it's like a scientific, I'm going to switch places with a fly situation. Interesting. It's visually unpleasing. Visually unpleasing. <laughs> 
2019, Ice Nine Kills had a show canceled at Disney's House of Blues in Orlando because the venue said they had violent imagery, which was unbecoming of the Disney brand. So in response, the band launched a website called TwoEvilFulChildren.com, which sells their merchandise, including a line dedicated specifically to Disney. Of the ones I looked at, my favorite is a shirt that features Minnie Mouse as Carrie, uh, but there's also Mickey as Freddy and so on and so forth. Yeah, there's a lot. It's it's pretty entertaining. My friend, I think my friends have a couple of those shirts. If not, they told me about it at least. And not surprisingly, there have been many a band that have been banned from Disney. Sorry, <laughs> I thought I was so clever. From Disney performing, um, including our next band, Cannibal Corpse. And I don't have a whole lot about these guys, so I'm just going to kind of blow through them because we're coming up on our 30 minutes. Yeah, we're getting uh, close. So Cannibal Corpse is an American death metal. In uh-huh. addition to being banned from Disney, they have also been banned from countries such as Germany uh-huh. and Russia. In addition, their works get censored for its violence as well. They, um, they have their, uh, sorry, they have a lot of artwork associated with their music, <laughs> and so yeah. their artwork gets banned in a lot of places because of how like violent it is. But it's fucking good. So yeah, yeah. Their lyrics feature horror fiction and horror film topics as well. Their latest album is called Violence Unimagined and was released April 2021, featuring songs called Murderous Rampage and Humane Harvest, Condemnation Contagion, Surround, Kill, Devour, that's three different songs, Bound and Burned, and Slowly Sawn, which sounds awful. (laughs) Uh, Their first album was released in 1990 and called Eaten Back to Life. They have, like... 10 or 11 albums in all uh it's first is butchered at birth then there's tomb of the mutilated the bleeding vile gallery of suicide bloodthirst gore obsessed the wretched spawn kill evisceration plague the titles of their stuff are great yeah uh torture skeletal domain and red before black a cannibal corpse also had a cameo appearance in the 1994 (laughs) jim carrey film ace ventura pet detective yeah, it's hilarious. <laughs> they performed an abridged version of their song Hammer Smashed Face, which I think is the first song that really got them noticed. If I remember correctly, it's because it's one of Jim Cam- Jim Carrey's favorite bands, and so he pushed for that. I could I, be wrong. Don't quote me on that, but I, I think know, that's what it is. But I love that scene. Um, he's just like bouncing around, and he's like, hey, do you know where I can find that? Or this this guy? And the guy's just fucking headbanging. He's like, thanks. <laughs> Um, I did want to, I saved a link. Hold on. Um, so there is somebody who has a website or something called loudersound.com and somebody named Metal Hammer in 2020 posted the nastiest and most gore filled songs in Cannibal Corpse's arsenal. Okay. Uh, the first one is Entrails Ripped from a Virgin's Cunt. (laughs) Yeah, just by the name, it sounds pretty rough. It's from Tomb of the Mutilated, their 1992 album. Ah. Um, I think I looked up. I oh, really... shit. Oh. Hey, I, don't, I don't know if you can hear the beeping. Yeah, it's... Um... All right. Well, we're retitling this episode 30-ish minutes of <laughs> horror music. Yeah. Yeah, bitch. Anyways, um, back to Cannibal Corpse. I did find in a blog somewhere, or not a blog, a weird forum thing, where somebody quoted from a Decibel magazine, June 2008, page 71, they even cited it, uh, that Chris Barnes, the one of the main band members, was asked his inspiration for the song and he said I was working in a warehouse and one of the delivery guys used to work at a prison he knew I was into horror and would start telling me stories about guys who were locked up for murder and trails ripped from a virgin's cunt was based on two brothers one of whom was semi not all put together who who were (coughs) oh sorry (coughs) who were serving life they captured some girl and the sick brother was talked into putting a coat hanger into inside of her to pull out her intestines sorry i'm i'm paraphrasing (laughs) uh that story freaked me out 
So then he wrote about it. Yeah, uh, that's, that's gross. Yeah. Uh, for the record, people on that blog, like, or that forum couldn't find any actual thing of that happening. So it was probably just a made up story, but still weird thing to stick with you. Right. All right. Uh, the other one is hacksaw decapitation. Uh, from their Bloodthirst 1999, and it says, One for the DIY fans out there, this vicious tale of unsolicited surgery is worth avoiding if you've got a sore throat. <laughs> and it says, Saw some of the lyrics are, Sawing the neck, I am engulfed in fantasy. Chew the esophagus, cannibal delicacy. Pleasant. Lovely. Yeah. These are just Christmas songs. Uh, severed, <laughs> severed head stoning from the Wretched Spawn 2004. Uh, and the little like tags for these are great, which is why I kept this. It says, imagine being stoned to death. Horrible, right? Okay. Now imagine if your assailants were using severed heads instead of stones. That does sound like something out of the Bible. And it says, uh, the best line is his wife's head breaks his jaw. Bruised flesh becomes raw. Uh, next is submerged in boiling flesh. Uh, a quote from the song is dangling above a vat of putrid muck gross sounds like a lovely time yeah and the last one is intestinal crank from torture oh. 2012 says awake I'm being disemboweled rotation pulling out the guts guts sorry tortured by this tool intestines on the spool yeah that sounds really um really awful delightful I tell you delightful it's like if uh, Rumpelstiltskin like you displeased Rumpelstiltskin so he was like <laughs> your intestines but yeah those are uh, some of their some of their songs just for funsies which brings us to Rob Zombie. I, I love Rob Zombie, as we've already discussed. But Rob Zombie, of course he makes music uh, along with all of his horror films that he's done. Um, so yeah, I didn't like anything about Rob Zombie until I did research for this. Um, other than he does music and he does directoring. Directing? Directoring? He directors. Directoring. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but he's a pretty impressive guy. He's phenomenal. He's like very his talented. Work oh yeah his works are great he and i love his voice i've seen him live a couple of times i've met him i've met him his wife and the cast of 31 um yeah so let's get into some rob zombie really fast he started out as a in a heavy metal band that was called white zombie and he has a couple of white zombie shirts named after the 1932 bella lugosi classic horror movie um before he went solo uh which happened in 1996 which uh before, I'm sorry, I'm going to restart that. Before going solo in 1996, which the song was written and performed with Alice Cooper and was nominated for Best Metal Kitty. My goodness, I hear you. No, she's so vicious. She's so vicious. Um, but the song was nominated for um, the Best uh, Metal Performance at the Grammys. So go that them. That was like his big hit to start yeah. off with, which is pretty fucking impressive really fast which song are we talking about here because white zombie is the band yeah so the first song that he wrote as a solo artist oh got it got it got it got it got it got it um he went on to form his own record label zombie go go records which <laughs> it's a song i think um, he likes zombies yeah i'm sensing a theme and uh, he composed the original score for the video game Twisted Metal 3 from 1998, which came out in the same year. In 1999, he designed a haunted attraction for Universal Studios. In 2000, he began working on his directorial debut of House of the... Uh, <clears throat> and then House of a Thousand Corpses came out in 2003. Or, oh, yeah. you know what? So I didn't connect this until just now. I love the Twisted Metal games. I used to play that so much. There you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah. So Rob Zombie's pretty, he's hes kind of a badass. He was really nice when I met him. Uh, he has, uh, like, the music video for his single Living Dead Girl is based upon the silent horror film The Cabinet of, uh, the Cabinet of Dr. Calgary. And uh, his wife is the Living Dead Girl. She's beautiful. 
Well, his video for Never Gonna Stop, which is the Red Red Groovy, <clears throat> it's heavily inspired by A Clockwork, or Clockwork Orange from 1971, and his film Lords of Salem was inspired by the horror classic The Shining. And uh, Lords of Salem, I've read his book, we have his book, and we have the movie. It's very good. Very good. Did he write the book first and then the movie, or the movie first and then the book? I believe it was movie first and then the book came out. Gotcha. Um... The second single from Rob Zombie's solo debut called Hillbilly Deluxe, which is fucking phenomenal. Can I just say this? Uh, Living Dead Girl contains a lot of references to horror films. The title comes from the 1982... Um, sorry, my phone went off. Jean Rollins' La Mort Vivante. I think because it's French, it's probably like Jean Rollin or something. Well, probably, probably. Um, the line, Who is this irresistible creature who has an insatiable love for the dead? Uh, it's in the beginning. It's the beginning <clears throat> of the song, and it's from the trailer of the Lady Frankenstein, which is kind of cool. Uh, there's a lot of a lot of clips from like his movies and other movies that are placed into his music. Um, and so like the uh, music in the beginning of the song, it's taken from the uh, trailer of Wes, Cra- Wes Craven's iconic film, The Last House on the Left. Gross. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the lyrics, what are you thinking about? The same thing you are. At the beginning of the verses, um, at the beginning of the verses are taken from a dialogue in Daughters of Darkness. Um, is that Kumel? Couldn't <laughs> Do you tell think? You. Cool. From yeah. 1971. Has those little dots on top. It's probably not English. <sighs> yeah. I try my best, okay? I can only, I can only give you my best effort here. Like we said, fuck everyone's last names. It's <laughs> <laughs> hard. The lines, uh, Goldfoot's machine creates another fiend so beautiful they make you kill. It relates to the uh, villain played by Vincent Price in Dr. Goldfit and the Bikini Machine. Interesting. Bikini Machine. What do you think about that? <laughs> it sounds like a machine that either makes bikinis or tortures people's bikini areas. Could be either one. God. <laughs> sounds like a porn. Uh, let's let's be honest. Lastly, he sings Operation Filth. They love to love the wealth of the SS whore making scary sounds, which is probably a reference to, uh, is it Ela? I think it's Ilsa. Ilsa, She-Wolf of the SS. Yeah, She-Wolf of the SS. uh, Made by Edmonds in 1974. Um, He's... He's come out with some really wonderful things recently. I really love Everybody's Fucking in a UFO. <laughs> a really entertaining song. Um, almost all, if not all, his music videos do contain his wife, Sherry Moon Zombie, who's a beautiful human. Same with all of his movies. Um, and if you haven't watched his movies, go fucking watch his movies. So Screen Rant also, of course, has done a post about every horror movie that inspired Rob Zombie's music videos. And I'm just going to read them really quick, because that's what we're here for. So, obviously, the original Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde from the 1920 silent horror film era. Uh, The... Sorry. Uh... Cat is knocking over my <laughs> microphone. Yeah, she's... All I can hear is her rubbing on that microphone. Kitties, man. Sorry. Kitties. Um... So in his music video for Dragula, one of his biggest mm-hmm. songs, apparently. It's amazing. And it's a reference to the monsters, which he just did a movie for that I think is on Netflix, maybe. Yes. Um, it's interesting. Uh, that song also features clips from the movie Horror Hotel. Never heard of it. Uh, the Phantom Creeps. I'm looking at a picture of it. Looks wild. He has um, things on sta- that come on stage uh, look kind of like that. He also shows like uh, pieces of m- movies of like the movies when and his music videos when he's performing. Oh, see, that's cool. That's that mm-hmm. we were talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a 1939 film. And let's see. We already talked about that one. Already talked about that one. Clockwork Orange. That was it. Oh, yeah. We hit them all, but still, that's cool. 
I tried really hard not to fall down a screen rant rabbit hole. There is a lot about Rob Zombie. Again, we could talk for days about this. I could talk for days about this man, but um, we have to move on considering we are already past our thirty-minute mark. But and I'm going to sum this up in with a with a final a final uh, final. Uh, it's not a band. He's a DJ. His name is Figure. He is phenomenal. Uh, he. He basically makes uh, monsters and horror dubstep, as I call it. Horror step. Maybe maybe I'll just start a new title of my own genre. Horror step. Um, <clears throat> I've met him. He was wonderful. He's phenomenal. He's like as tall as I. He's a little taller than I am. He's, he's super cool. Um, but yeah, he makes a bunch of music just based off horror movies. He's got uh, a Monsters of Drumstep series, which he features uh, drumstep mixed with uh, horror movies. So just like Rob Zombie, he takes pieces of like vo- like um, audio bits from horror movies and places them into his music. So uh, I he's listened got a bunch. I listened to the Ghostface one is my first one. Liked it immediately. Yeah, it starts off with the iconic Drew Barrymore opening from the original Scream. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I went to the Crooked Man. That one was fucking it's- creepy. <laughs> So the Crooked Man, it, Andy, Andy is so tired of it. The Crooked Man is one of my favorite songs by, uh, by Figure. Like I think it is so fucking well done. I it's so eerie and perfect, and it just sounds so good. I when I when I play DJ and stuff, I use it a lot when I'm mixing. But he has a bunch of albums. I think he just did Monster Thirteen or something like that. Um, he's done so much, and he uh. So yeah, he does have 13 volumes, and he actually did supply the soundtrack for the Universal Studios Halloween Horror Nights. So if you hear a lot of like kind of darker dubstep, that's all figure. He's a wonderful man. I met him at Lost Lands, and he was just super sweet, and I love his music. And so when we were talking about horror music, I couldn't not include him. He's a genius when it comes to mixing in horror movies and stuff like that he's got a new song called frankenstein's fury which is super cool <laughs> um yeah i couldn't really find anything about him to be honest um there isn't a lot about him he's very closed in um well and it's he keeps his name is very generic so it's hard yes. to like google <laughs> Yeah. There's other DJs that have similar names um, that kept popping up. So, yeah, you gotta you gotta do like in depth search for this man. But his real name is Josh Gard. For anybody who actually cares, <laughs> uh, you can go to his. He's got a website called I'm Figure, um, and uh, he. Yeah, like his his most recent works, uh, it's Monster Thirteen. Let's see, there's the final chapter, Jason's Revenge, Ghostface, Creep Show, Camp Terror, uh, Zombie Chase, Frankenstein's Fury, Suffering and Pain, The Symbiotes, hell yeah, uh, Raver Decapitation, Total Fright, Night Terrors, Funeral of Monsters. I want to say Monsters Ten was my favorite of his releases. Um. And that is the one that the Crooked Man is on, if I if I remember correctly. So real quick, uh huh. I just wanted to. Never mind. It doesn't matter. Go ahead. Well, I I mean, like I was just flaunting about how I liked his Monsters Ten. I mean, that's pretty much it. Those are the ones that we talked about. There's like a million others we could do, of course, but um. The other song I really love that he did was the Hearst song. He did a Hearst song. It was so cool. Um, yeah, go go look him up. He's phenomenal. And uh, that's that's how we're going to close our horror music. 30 meow nits. 30-ish. 30-ish meow nits. 30 plus 30 music. <laughs> Something of the sorts. It's there, you know. But, uh, Yeah. So our next film is, we just happened upon it. I was like, I want to do a B-rated Christmas movie. I jumped on Shudder. The first one that popped up is called... Christmas, what was it? Christmas, Bloody Christmas? Uh, Yeah, Christmas, Bloody Christmas. And then Katie looked into it, and it turns out it just came out. It's in theaters in some places. So we're going to watch that. 
Um, yeah, dude. There's literally a showing tonight. I think that's hilarious. There's two showings. Sorry. It's in theaters. It's on Shutter. if you have uh, whatever it's called, a subscription. That will hopefully come out next week. If you have any other Christmas movies you want us to do, good or bad, send us uh, what they are and we will try and do them. Yeah. Where, where do you send them, Izzy? Uh, to our Instagram which is Facebook oh, which is horror underscore cats underscore witch hats or you can also send us emails at horror cats witch hats at gmail.com and I thought I was going to miss that part because I was going to watch the trailer of bloody or Christmas bloody Christmas really fast and then like all of a sudden I was like wait wait they got to know where to go I wasn't <laughs> even thinking about it um so some f- listeners have been sending us i don't know if they actually listen to the podcast but they sure do like our our instagram post choices <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they've approved of our movie choices uh but they've been sending us uh their own home art and things that they have has so decorations mm-hmm. things like that so if you have anything like that we'd love to share it uh reels cats or cats cats yes kitty cats cats um yeah we'll share We'll share stuff. We'll tag you. Go watch this movie because it looks great. <laughs> Actually, I'm excited. <laughs> it's going to be so interesting. And go listen okay. to these bands. Yeah, for real. Give Skin a chance uh, for for like real, real. And, and figure for sure if you like dubstep and stuff. It's really cool. It's really fucking cool. He's wonderful. I think the other three bands are kind of like... They're very well known. Genre specific. Like you really have to like that genre to get into that. Yeah. Yeah. And and I mean like they're already, I mean Rob Zombie's incredibly well known. And I, from what I know, Ice Nine Kills has a following like a motherfucker. So good on ya. Yeah. Same with Cannibal Corpse. So go, go check out Skinned and go, go check out Figure. They're underrated and they deserve better. <laughs> go watch uh, Pet Christmas Bloody Christmas. Oh, what? Pet Detective. Pet oh, Detective. yeah. 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 Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, Cannibal Corpse is featured in it for like a whole of 30 seconds. And in that, st- uh, in, in in those words, oh god, this is going to be bad. Are you ready? Are you ready? I was going to try and do a Cannibal Corpse meow. Um, oh, let me back up from the microphone. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I think it was good enough. <laughs> I made an effort. Izzy did it better. You and need to do a there- skinned meow now she has like a very ethereal voice doesn't she yeah she does and then she and then there's like certain auto-tuning over certain parts of it um meow nope nope don't do that <laughs> i'm trying to like fit one of her like tunes to it meow meow wow meow wow meow wow wow there there <laughs>